want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. This is God Alive, and you're listening to Cryptosopia! Season 5, Episode 105, 
with the fantastic song Deranged and Enraged by local favorites, Gutted Alive. And if you haven't guessed, we have them on the show today. All right, we're going to get right to it. But before we do, we're going to hear one more song. And this is probably my favorite live song by Gutted Alive. And it's reminiscent of our first date. The song is called Force Fed Acid. Force 
Ryan, Brandon, Jason, Joe, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Very much. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you. Um, thank you. And extra special thanks for coming to hang out with us on National Beer Day. <laughs> oh, it is National Beer Day, isn't it? Yeah. Look so, at that. So I have to open my beer after oh, saying that. okay. All right. That's I fair. Didn't, I didn't plan this at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice open. I'll take a swig while you're cheers. opening your beer. All right. yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Okay. I'm going to open up this other beer. It's going to be like a line, <laughs> line of beers opening up. That's all right. <laughs> all right, where are we starting? We're starting with... So you guys started out in, if our notes are right, 2012, roughly? Yeah, the end of 2012. As, as the gutted? Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who were your influences when you first started out? Was there any like globally or locally that influenced your formation? <clears throat> Uh, for me, I've always like Gorotted. Mm. Hoodie I'm wearing. Nice. Huge, I love Gorotted, and I love death metal in mm-hmm. general. So, at the time though, I, I wasn't super into death metal. I was more into like I don't know, borderline black metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like nothing deep, nothing crazy, but like you know, Cradle, Doomy Regear, Old Man Child, that type of stuff. But I mean, I loved Gorod. I loved Cannibal Corpse. Mm-hmm. He was definitely, I think, more into death metal than I was when we started. So, <clears throat> right, yeah, you had just, well, you had just moved back to just, Rochester. Yep, the year pretty prior. much. And Where'd you go? <laughs> Everywhere. No, really? You know, I was in a relationship for a long time, and we broke up, and I was living in Albany at the time. Oh, okay. And then uh, I, I thought you were in Seattle or whatever. Then I moved back for like a couple months. In 2011, and then at the end of 2011, about August, I moved to Seattle until December. I couldn't stand living out there, so I came back. Really? Home. I, I, it's a long story, a real long story. <laughs> what right. was her name, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, it's just it was you know it's fresh off of a, a breakup and all that stuff and it was just kind of rough going out there on a whim you know yeah. i had i had one friend out there that's why i went out there so and you didn't like it i was just going through a rough patch in life i don't it probably wasn't the right time to go i would say so you know i gave it a chance it's it's too big of a city for me i think i don't know but plus it's the West Coast. And yep. I don't know, man. The people out there are definitely different than you are here. Yeah. I, maybe I just like being around a bunch of sarcastic pricks all the time because <laughs> they're not like that in the West Coast. So. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't get – sarcasm was really lost on them, it seemed like. <laughs> but maybe it was just the people I met. <laughs> I but, yeah, I moved back in at the end of 2011 and then about – he was in Othan at the time when I moved back. Yeah, so. it was actually – it was like perfect timing because yeah. actually – well, he had moved back and then – we were done, and then naturally we just started hanging out. It was like, hey, let's write some riffs. Yeah, Ryan and I knew pro- knew each other from from like you from know, way back. T- yeah, like early two thousands from yeah. school and stuff like yeah. that. So I kind of reconnected him with him when I came back, and I went to a couple Oath and shows and stuff like that. So it was you know and we kept in contact. Yeah, it was like perfect timing. They, they kind of fell apart. He started up just me and him, honestly. Um, for first, yeah, was it two months, three months, maybe? Maybe a couple months at that. Yeah. And then we found Brandon randomly at a show. So, because I knew his older brother. The Siopus reunion show yeah. at Bug Jar. 
in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it was 20, 2013. No, but no, no, it was 2012. Because it's still 2012. Oh, no, okay. Brandon joined in November 2012. That's like sure. when we were officially were like a band, I would say. Like at least a three piece. Mike came shortly after we met him on Craigslist. Mm. Which. Uh, <laughs> By accident. By accident. <laughs> I think like the f- the first night we jammed, we uh, we almost finished Collector of Souls, if I yeah. remember correctly. Well, it was it was largely written. Um, fun fact: Dan Daly played drums for like a week before we even met Brandon uh, from Sistruga. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's a, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that was fun. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, then we, you know, Dan was under, he knew that we were looking for a drummer. drummer. Yeah. And Dan really wanted to do his own thing, I'm sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess to, like, to answer your question, we had a lot of the same influences when we talked. Like, we were all into, like, Carcass, Cannibal. Yep. Um, what a, what a, dying Fetus. Dying Fetus. Oh, yeah, we geez, love it. Dying Fetus. Uh, we all like the same style of death metal, just brutal, the, the slamming. Yeah, like more like groove in it and stuff, and yeah. you know, uh, lots of blasting, obviously. <laughs> Love the blasts, growling, <laughs> screaming. It's a good yeah. thing Brandon wrapped that around for us because I forgot what the question was. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> took you off on a different path there. Sorry. Give you Jay's life story. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a couple more beers, he'll start telling you. Oh, I'll stories. tell you all sorts of stuff. <laughs> you want to go into the listener question? Um, well, I want to ask first about how Joe came into the band. Yeah, let's talk about the lineup changes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, it's kind of weird. Well, uh-huh. Mike Mike joined us, and we knew the whole time that he was going for his doctorate degree. Yep. And um, he kind of told us, I think, right from the get go, that he eventually did. he was yeah. going to have his doctorate. And he yeah, he was like, he wasn't going to be in the band forever. Yeah. So yeah. we knew that under pretense, you know, when he came in, but we didn't know how long he was going to be there for. So he actually was able to pump out two albums with for us. us. Yeah, four years, pretty much. Four years. Two tours. Uh, yeah, two albums. And yeah. Mike contributed a lot to the band. So Most definitely, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did a lot of. I was actually surprised learning the the songs. How many he wrote that, that Mike actually yeah, wrote. like wrote most of. And there were yeah. like some of the more intricate riffs too that he wrote. You know. Oh yeah, the so, kids. Know. The kids a natural songwriter. Yeah. Yep. So he leaves. Then uh, our other friend uh, A Bomb Adam from Burn Dweller. You yeah. know, yep. Burn Dweller frame. He knew her eventually looking for a bass player, so he hit us up and was like, "Hey, as soon as he goes, I'll be interested." So we said, "Yeah." Come on over, man. Let's do it. Yeah, and it was weird. We knew right away it would be fine. So Yeah, we were totally cool. It's just like he was kind of like the last person we were thinking about asking because we knew he was in Burnsville and we didn't really think he'd, I don't know. It just never crossed our minds. It's funny because we actually asked Joe, but he was starting Halothane at the time. So he was like, dude, I can't. You know, <laughs> He's just yeah. like, I can't yeah. do it. So it wasn't a big deal. But uh, it was a pleasant surprise when Adam stepped up because he messaged me and he was like, dude, I'll fill in for you guys we're like oh fuck yeah i mean he's an awesome bassist yep um and then when we went on tour to promote our last album last year luckily we got a tour in in january last year so um adam unfortunately couldn't make it because of work conflict and stuff so we asked joe if he could fill in for him joe's like yeah why not and joe i 
Joe fits right in. Like, it just great chemistry right off the bat. He learned shit real quick. So it was awesome to have him on tour. And then we came back and we, you know, this whole shit went down. We didn't do anything for months. And I think it was about May last year when we finally got back to practicing. And Adam came to like one or two and he just seemed a little distant about the whole thing. And then like we just didn't hear from him for a couple months. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I reached out to him like, so, you know, I hate to do this, but I think we're just going to have to replace you with Joe. Yeah, he was like, "No, nah, it's okay, dude." Like, yeah, I was going like to quit anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, no, the dude's busy, and he just didn't have his heart in it, in it anymore. And we, you know, we love Adam. So, yeah, I no mean, hard feelings. No, not at all. No. Cool. So it was kind of like a natural progression getting Joe in because after the tour, we knew you'd fit in. Yeah, you already knew the song. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah half the work was already done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been, awesome. It's been cool. I mean, I've known all these guys like for years prior to even joining the band, so it wasn't like. Uh, too daunting of a thing to do you know like meeting new people can sometimes be little and uh, being the new guy yeah 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 i mean i'm dealing with that with the other band that i'm in so (laughs) (laughs) yeah the acclimation process was a lot smoother i think so no it's uh it's been cool um you know i love jamming with these guys it's always a good time of practice Mm -hmm. we love you joe thank you yeah yo you forgot one other member there was another member. Oh, here Alex he. Perez. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex filled in for drums I, for about a year, right? Yeah, I went off to school in the Adirondacks for two, for two years to get my bachelor's degree, and Perez stepped up and played drums for Got It Alive and did an awesome did job. Did a great job. That's did a awesome. really great job. Mm-hmm. He, I don't think I knew that. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, we played um, Full Terror Assault, the second one. Um, it's a big fest down south. And uh, well, Midwest, well, Midwest, but I mean, it's closest to Kentucky borders you can get. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, actually, it worked out perfect because I had when I had my injury to my leg, he had I was back in the band, and Perez <laughs> Perez stepped back up on drums and was yep. able to play the rest of the shows that we had booked, and yep. uh, he would, yeah, he rounded it out. So yeah, so he actually he got out. to play a big fest with us, and he did a bunch of. St- out of town shows with us and stuff and yeah yeah i totally forgot about that but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. alex definitely was i guess part of the band for about a year year and a half while brandon was out of commission so yeah and you weren't out for very long though right what's that well so you went to school yep and then you had your injury yeah but you only were out of the out of the band not out of the band but out of commission for a few months yeah, I, I came back and started playing single bass death metal drumming um, using my right leg, which was still functional. And yeah, made it work for a bit. I wrote, I actually wrote half of our latest album, Killing Desire, with single bass and then added double bass later on. That is really cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was really hard to transition, you know, from playing double bass your whole life to single bass. It's like... I don't know. It, it was a hard transition, but I was able to learn how to play with my heel on my left foot, and now I can I can roll the double bass pretty good now. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty, only pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Um, can we talk about Joe fucking Tash for a second? <laughs> yeah, you, let's talk about Joe Tash. You've always been Joe fucking Tash to us. I don't know. I don't know why or where it came from, but even before we actually like 
in person met you, you were Joe fucking Tash. I'm, and I'm, I'm Joe fucking Tash to a lot of people. It's weird. We, but, but it's enduring. It's not like, oh, Joe fucking Tash. Well, sometimes it is. <laughs> well, not here. It's not. Um, but we, where did we, what show did we see him at Party in the Park? I think it was George Thorogood. Oh, man. I think. Yeah, that was awesome. So you were like wandering around aimlessly. And I was on Facebook and I'm like, I think that's Joe Tash. We just became friends with him. And I'm like, that's Joe fucking Tash. I'm going to go say, that's, and that's how it started. That's Joe fucking Tash. I'm going to go say hi. And you're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go say hi. And he's like, Leave no, you're not. Leave him alone. No, that, I, just, did you say hi to me? I can't. No. Oh, see, I... So the next... I was quite a few beers deep that night. He drinks alone. So the next Saturday... We were at the Bug Jar for a show. Mm. I don't remember what show it was. And oh, you were there. There was Joe fucking Tash. Oh, and man. Joe fucking Tash was walking across the street. And I'm like, that's Joe fucking Tash. And yeah. he, he's like, nope, leave him alone. <laughs> nope, nope. And I'm like, Joe fucking Tash. And he's like, okay, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. And that was the first night we met. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Who knew you were so intimidating to... To uh, meet. I I it's probably that fucking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> might, yeah, maybe I should change my middle name. <laughs> you should, it works. <laughs> Joe freaking Tash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, that's cool, yeah. I mean, I, I, it seems like I always run into you guys at very like random places at some, mm. like, sometimes. I don't expect to like see you guys walking out of... Uh, oh, God, I feel like I saw you guys somewhere recently that was totally not like a show. It won't come to me, ever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I miss shows a lot. Yeah, we, we do too. too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a listener question. Oh. Um, the question is, well, there's two questions, but one of them is, we mentioned you started out as the gutted. Why did you change your name to Gutted Alive? Uh, we changed our name to Gutted Alive because there is a band out of, I believe, Ohio um, in there called Just Gutted. Well, there's a European band, Oh, too. it's European? Yeah. Okay. That's the popular know. one called Gutted. Gutted. Well, okay. there's two, right? There's right, two. there's two. There's yeah. one from Ohio, and then there's one from yeah. Sweden or something. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, they're good. They're a solid death metal band. They've been around for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, in this day and age, you got to have like a name that's kind of like searchable. So if you just put in gutted band, yeah. obviously not us is going to pop up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you put in gutted alive band, and, yeah. you know, it's yeah. one result so far. Yeah, I, I remember the day um, we decided to change it because this is back when Mike was still in the band, of course. And Mike was just like, I don't like, the, I don't like gutted alive. I don't like it. And I think it's because they had the word alive in there. It just sounded too like, I don't know. Not Happy. Dead. Upbeat. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, nah, dude, like, it's the visual. Think about it. Like, getting gutted alive, you know? And he's like, ah, fine. <laughs> like, you know? Like, <laughs> Whatever. It's it kind of like a three to one vote at that point. Yeah. So, so like, gutted dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, Brand, we were trying to think of a different name, and Brandon's like, I really like that word, though. Gutted. Like, we got to keep it. There's a so. few bands that do, like, the alive thing afterwards, and it works, though. I mean, yeah, there's like a band called Buried Alive. Yeah. A couple, yeah. Yeah. Same concept. Some other, yeah. some sure, other yeah. Yeah. You're dying no matter what. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you were alive. Now you're not. <laughs> so you guys mentioned touring earlier, right? Yep. Your last tour was with Gutted Christ. Correct. 2020. Yep. Oh yeah. How do you have any uh, 
Any uh, favorite memories from that? And how did how did you hook up with Gutted Christ? Besides having the same first name. <laughs> same first name. <laughs> so, I can actually tell you how we hooked up with Gutted Christ because we have the same first name. Their drummer reached out to me. His name was Imperial Lord Azeroth. Oh, no. He's your original drummer, and he reached out to me like. I don't know, back in, what, 2014 yep. or 2014. something? And he's like, we got to play a show together sometime. We're out in Virginia Beach. we got to hook up and play a show. We ended up doing so. On our second tour. Second tour, yeah. We yeah. played. yeah, we played the show in Virginia with them, and that's how we we met uh, Tepper there and uh, Moon and Wargo. And Steve or Wargo. Wargo yeah. I love those guys. Yeah, the great dudes. They're awesome great. guys, yeah. Um, All hail the almighty Blasphacross. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they hear that. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we dropped the album and uh, they were itching a tour. And we had done a short run with them the year prior, just a three-day thing, like kind of in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area. And we had a good time. Um, so we decided to do a tour with them. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time. I think there's quite a few highlights. We really oh, enjoyed yeah. going to um, the Texas Chainsaw gas station. Mm. It's also oh, a, I think I saw pictures a barbecue of that on joint, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's run by, like, a lady and her husband. And, like, dude, he, like, makes all the barbecue and she runs the shop. And it's like a horror memorabilia shop. So, like, you go in there and it's kind of, you know old kitschy stuff from the film and everything and photos and autographs but then they got all this memorabilia you can buy in there too and it's like in the middle of nowhere Texas it's crazy <laughs> I think it was the best barbecue Bishop Texas yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the barbecue was really good oh the barbecue so, was so amazing good. it was so good <laughs> and we were like the only ones there so like you're just sitting there and you're like yep oh they were they were doing the chase scenes in the woods over there, and they had like a recreation of one of the vans used in the movie. It was a really cool place. That's cool. Yeah, we had a good time there. Cool. And they had all horror merch, not just Texas Chainsaw. Right. Oscar. They had, you know, yeah, it was like a horror Friday shop. Friday 13th, everything. Like, yeah. It was yeah, Texas fun. was fun. It was cool. Yeah. Went to Alamo. That was fun. I think my yeah. best. And it was free. My favorite was memory was uh, seeing Jay's doppelganger in Austin, Texas. Oh, which God. really didn't look that much like him, oh, but these yeah, guys, you know. It looked just like him. Up. And the guy, the, fuck up. the guys in the band that does uh, Quack Like a Duck, which is the best part. Yeah, you know that band, Quack Like the Duck? It's or, like, I mean, you know. called Goat and Your Mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it's that? Like, you know that song? You guys seen no, it before. It's so. like It was on like Tosh.0. Like, like Suck like a fuck when you duck. I don't know how it goes. Dude's wearing like this man bikini. It's like a it's an American, American flag. flag. Oh, man bikini. Yes, I do know. Yeah, the guy comes about. up and he like, yes. like a viral yeah. video. He like yeah. touches his balls and yes. stuff. Yeah. So that dude that apparently looks like me is the guitarist of that band. Unbelievable. <laughs> and he was a bouncer at like one of the bars we stopped at. <laughs> yeah, Coyote it was Ugly. Coyote Ugly, which got, I gotta say is that not sucked. Yeah, it did. It sucked. Well, we're the only <laughs> ones there, so I don't think like, they're going all out for the four dudes in camo pants. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we walked in and they're all like, oh, what did he say about the pants? There was something about the camo pants. Oh, He's like, call us like the, the, the ponytail crew. <laughs> 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 and then they started playing corn. <laughs> Remember that? Dude, yeah. The one bartender was like standing on the bar, like talking shit to us the entire time, and we were just trying to like have a couple. Yeah, that was fun. We're just trying that's, to that's all part of it. Right? It's like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> You guys enjoy touring? Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the best part of being in a band, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. I love it. The best part is uh, sharing a hotel room at night, though. 
Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. listening to uh, a thousand chainsaws going off at once. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a, it's a symphony of farts and snores. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. If you're the last person awake in the room, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. You think you need? You think we bring earbuds for the shows? No. <laughs> no. No, we love touring. Um, there's definitely you know downsides to it. Oh but, sure. I mean. It's a small price to pay for getting to do what you want to do. So. It's fun, yeah. I love traveling, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I, sure. lo- I loved traveling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Touche. I haven't done that much lately. I think, I think at this point, we've covered almost like every state on the east side of yeah, the United States. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got to get to almost, the west coast. Except for Florida. Yeah. We've never been there, yeah. Yeah, yeah we have been to Florida. over Florida for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I got a brother that lives down here, too. Daytona Beach. We should Let's go. go. I know we should. It's the only place we could play right now. Hear that, Daytona? <laughs> <laughs> Coming for you. Nah, we'll wait. <laughs> so, like, family aside, would you guys, if you could tour full time, I mean, not like forever, but like if you could tour often every year, would you would you be up for that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As yeah, long I mean, as it was like paying the bills. Yeah. I'm not yeah. talking like trying to get rich rock star status, right. but if I could like come Make home love. and like not have to worry about the couple months I was out, mm-hmm. you know, right. fuck yeah. yeah, I would do it. Absolutely. Yep. For sure. Even if we're piling into a little shitty minivan, I mean, ideally we wouldn't be doing that for too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have a larger. Hopefully by that point you don't have to. Uh, have a minivan anymore. Maybe a school bus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did did CDN have any part in your last tour? I uh, no. Um, he's a big help, but uh, a lot of that stuff's kind of left up to us. He mm-hmm. he mostly helps with promoting um, and uh, the CDs. Mm-hmm. Like so, he he takes care of all that stuff. All digital sales are up to us. So Spotify, all that stuff, all that money that goes into that, that comes right to us. Nice. Um, same with merch. Same with uh, any shows we book. I mean, he's asked us to come out to Canada and stuff, but I have kind of a record, so I don't know how well that will work. Ooh, me too. You need uh, the Queen's part in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, Craig's been a huge help. I don't think we'd be where we are without him, but no, I mean, he doesn't. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he, he, he trades our CDs, like, stuff, so. he trades them like all over the world to like different labels and stuff. Yeah, so, nice. you know, yeah, so it, it, it gets out there at least no matter what. Yeah, exactly. No, but he's very much just the kind of like media side of it. We pretty much have, you know, control of everything else, which is awesome for us mm-hmm. because we kind of decide what happens and he yeah, does help i mean he'll buy merch off of us so he can sell it and stuff like that so yeah he's a big help but he's he's kind of hands-off when it comes to shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he came out to a, a show in detroit Briefly. once and then he left before we played because he didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't like the venue he's like I, i'm a little too sketched out i think it, it was it was in detroit and you know it's <laughs> he's detroit. like i gotta get back Gotta get back over the border. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting late, yeah. so <laughs> there was a crazy crack lady with a dustbuster outside. It was it was nuts. <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> oh yeah, man, she was 
She's offering to vacuum out people's cars. <laughs> this one guy's all like, I'll pay you five bucks. She's like, motherfucker, I do it for three fifty. He's like, why are you underselling yourself? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gotta make a living somehow. Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> so um, another listener question. This comes from Barrett from Severed Records. Ooh. He's asking, Hi, Barrett. <laughs> he well, said, the gutted to gutted alive was also bad. It was, yeah. Um, he's asking how you guys ended up. You're talking about Craig from C- CDR, yeah. Um, how you guys uh, hooked up with that label and how how'd that come to be? Um, we uh, did a lyric video right. for uh, Force Fed Acid, mm. and um, his favorite song. Yes. So uh, mine too. It's a live hit. Maybe not him. Yeah. It used to be called Force Fed Feast. <laughs> it's, it's a true I'm fact. I'm not even kidding you. And then we decided we didn't want to be a poop band. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to be our trivia question for Monday. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I was going to ask you guys for a trivia question. There you go. Yeah. It used to be called Force Fed. Yeah. Feast. So I was like, you know, just posting it around like the different like Facebook metal groups and stuff, and uh, he hit it up. Uh, hit me or jay up right away and it was like it was you you said oh do you guys want to get your cd pressed i'll press it for you guys and you know send you guys whatever or yeah he was like are you guys signed or like no not yet and um the dude's literally doing it album by album it's not like we're permanently stationed at cd end or anything like that so you guys didn't have to give away your rights no nothing no nothing nothing. it's all just most small labels won't fucking handshake deal or whatever (laughs) would you do that no why that's that's ridiculous this day. And oh, we would if it was like something big. What, enough, you'd maybe. give away your songwriting? No, I wouldn't. Ear, earache <laughs> Records, if you want to sign us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can own all the gutted alive material. Metal Blade. I don't like that idea personally. We don't either. <laughs> I think that's dumb. But. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand what that means. <laughs> well, basically, if we gave over to songwriting. They would, oh, yeah, I thought you just meant like they would just. Take we would over, no like, longer own those stuff. songs. The record yeah, yeah, yeah. label. They could do whatever they want. Gotcha. You would have no say. Right. right. All right. Never mind. No. Nah, we're way too underground to fucking. Be I thought you meant just like they like, could play their. It's our not stuff like they're they going to be doing a Super Bowl commercial with gutted alive fucking. <laughs> Why not? Music. They would never do that. Come on, who wouldn't want to hear "Consumed by Carnage" during the Buffer Neck. I'm not a football fan, but I would watch the Super Bowl if that, if that happened. Same. <laughs> well, maybe we'll become like Metallica someday, and we'll write a song like "Fuel." You know, we're gonna play it with no. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Let's not. I actually kind of like that song. <laughs> give me fuel. Give me fuel. Give me that much that desire. Load and reload are both good albums. You know. I like them. <laughs> no response. Yeah. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I think Lars Ulrich is an awesome drummer. Okay. Yeah. No. I really do. <laughs> this interview is April really starting to get off. No, for real. For real. <laughs> What'd you put in his beer? <laughs> yeah, no, really. I've always liked him. He has like a punk rock, really kind of uh, hard hitting style. I don't know. I think it's cool. I like Lars too, but I'm not a drummer. I've heard a lot of drummers beat up on him. Yeah, but. no reason to. He's on all the best Metallica songs. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That's true. <laughs> oh shit! You got, you got it there. He's probably me. my favorite Metallica drummer. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. 
I would have but to. I would have to agree with that. He's statement. actually not the best drummer in Metallica. Have you ever seen James Hetfield play play drums? No, he's, he's better than Lars. Is he really? Oh yeah, no fucking way. His videos. What? Look it up. He is better than Lars. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Was he just like blasting like two hundred beats? <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, double bass all day, fucking blast beats. <laughs> Amazing. So I got to ask about the sweatshirt I'm wearing. Who came up with this concept? With our local. Brandon. Brandon did. He's being shy over here. (laughs) He's like, I don't want people thinking I'm weird. That was his genius (laughs) idea, and it is a genius idea. I love serial killers. Um, I I don't know. I thought we'd pay homage to our hometown serial killer, not Mm -hmm. in a way that would glorify him, but we're a death metal band, so you know we're going to take the most brutal thing to come out of Rochester and exploit it, I guess. Yeah, give a little shock value. It's funny because... When we printed them up, we have a friend like out in England who's like, dude, I want that hoodie. And then he's like, who's that guy in the hoodie? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's Arthur Shawcross. He's like from our area. He's like, oh, never mind, man. <laughs> he's it's like some random dad or something. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, that, is, that is the one sweatshirt I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I hope no one recognizes this Where am I this going? Guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Sully band practice. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's, you know, I've definitely like... Penfield Wegmans? Yeah. <laughs> you might get some looks, but you know. some areas there where people are like looking at me kind of weird wearing that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, people in like the older age range, they probably recognize the guy's face. Though. I don't mm-hmm. never even seen him before until you put him on the list. So <laughs> I don't know. You don't know your serial killers? No, Brandon's more into serial killers than I am. <laughs> do, you like, do you like true crime? I love true crime. I do too. Both of us do. Uh-oh. But I like fall asleep watching. Yeah, same. She, she's obsessed. If I ever I, end yeah. up dead or missing, yeah, that's what happens. So you guys watch a, like a like a lot of ID channel, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. What's the, the most recent one I've been watching? I think it's like a like killer in your house or something, where it's about Jeez. people that like live with people that ended up being killers or killed the families or stuff like that. That's yeah. pretty good. Did you watch the uh, Werner series on Netflix? Was it Netflix or Prime? It might have been Prime. Yeah, I think it was Amazon. So good. On Death Row. Yeah. yeah. Is it good? Yeah, he, he talks to... I'm a, it's called I'm a Killer, and they no. literally tell I'm their story it's from like Death Row. It's called On Death Row, isn't it? Oh, there's two. Yeah. Yeah. There's two. yeah. I'll definitely I'm, have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, great. yeah, do. And there's another. The I'm a killer is Piers Morgan, mm-hmm. and that's another mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. one. Love that stuff. Yeah, I do too. Obsession, dark desires. I got to make more of those. That one's really good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I guess this is a broad question for anyone who wants to answer. But what are your musical inspirations? Either as a band, well, you kind of covered as a band, but how about individually? Well, Jay, why don't you start? Oh, you want me to start? All right. uh, I really like. I really like Cradle of Filth. I I I kind of cut my teeth on Black Sabbath, like Ozzy era stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Gore rotted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hypocrisy is probably my favorite band, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, what era? There's probably not like a lot of later. Anything with Peter Tackern mm-hmm. involved. Um, so probably not the first couple albums, but like pretty much when their self-album came out and then on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love all that shit. It definitely probably doesn't show in my guitar playing, but... 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I could probably hear some of it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, those are my big influencers, I would say. Cool. Well, I guess uh, for vocals, I'd say maybe like a Suffocation, mm-hmm. Frank from Suffocation. Mm-hmm. There, always enjoyed his kind of like guttural to like mid range. Yeah. You know, um, obviously like Corpse Grinder, Cannibal Corpse. Uh, you know, I really can't think of anything else right now, but those are my two main vocal influences, I would say, as far as uh, what I try to record with. I like, you know, I like all types of different vocals, but as far as what I do, I would say those are probably my, my influences. Mm-hmm. Do you have a all favorite? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to ask if you had a favorite Suffocation album. Uh, Effigy of the Forgotten. Nice. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I would say my main influences are Cradle of Filth. I like a lot of Demu Borgir's earlier stuff. Um, I like a lot of the newer black metal that's coming out, uh, like Megwa and Yuada. Um, <coughs> I really like the drumming in that stuff. I also like some rap music like Three Six Mafia. Um, I like the beats in that, and I also like uh, Foot Stomp and Bluegrass music. And G.G. Allen. And, and G.G. G. Allen. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I guess I'm kind of the odd one out. I'm into a lot of like melodic death metal and uh, sad boy metal, and you know, <laughs> sad boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, like metal songs about being sad and lonely. And stuff. <laughs> um, I, I grew up. Um, some of the early bands that I got into was like Demu Borgir, uh, Children of Bodom. That was a huge one. Fuck yeah, Chill Out Bodum. Um, I was listening to them on my way here, actually. <laughs> rest in peace, um, Lexi. Yep. Rest in peace, Alexi, man. Did you go to that show at Anthology? No. Oh. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. No. I wish I did. <clears throat> knowing I was, what happened. I don't, yeah, I don't know why the hell I didn't go. I was pissed that I didn't go. Something came up. But, uh, I don't want to interrupt you, but I have to ask. I don't. The last time I looked at Metal Archives, there's a, a rest in peace section. I don't know if you guys look at that. We're kind of... We, Oh, again, <laughs> like no. every other day, we're he, like, all right, for some reason, who? oh man, they have everyone on there. He's not on there. I don't know why. What? Weird. It's yeah, weird. Like, why, why would he be left off? Why, there? why would you not update? That? I don't care. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, they Sorry, had time on. to update everybody's <laughs> pictures with cast, but they right, couldn't. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Which was awesome. It's probably a conspiracy, like Tupac <laughs> or something. <laughs> He's still alive out there, <laughs> living on a d- deserted island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's like a lot of like melodic death metal and black metal. Um, uh, I was really big into Scar Symmetry for a long time. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, I don't know. My my musical interests have changed throughout the years. I've kind of gotten into more like electronic stuff recently, just to kind of I don't know, give my life some change it up. Yeah, uh, it's like synthwave and stuff. So it's like kind of still has like that. Uh, metal edge to it it's like not like you don't have to justify yourself it's not like poppy you know <laughs> so like one glow stick instead of two yes <laughs> one glow stick and one or if there's two during an upside down cross you know <laughs> did you is bass your main instrument um it used to be i've been playing guitar more so uh lately in halothane mm-hmm. um i think i've been playing guitar in that band for five years now mm-hmm um, and uh, so for a while it was just guitar that I was playing and then uh, when Adam left Gutted um, you know they asked me if I wanted to step in playing bass so then I started playing bass again um, 
And so, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of split half and half right now, which is nice. I yeah. like being able to kind of keep You like both? both. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, is it me? <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, we're going to go to Ryan. Ooh. Yes. Um, <laughs> when, how, and where did you learn you had the vocals you had? Ooh. Like, was it in the shower, <laughs> in the oh, basement? No. <laughs> it's actually, it's a pretty funny story, actually. Um, back in, like, uh, high school, I was, like, a senior. Me and my buddies were trying to put together, like, our first, like, metal band at the time. And uh, I was actually going to be play guitar just because I had an interest in it, not because I knew how to at all. Just like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll play the guitar. So I, went, so I went to Guitar Center. I bought a guitar, bought a combo amp, went to practice, and uh, the singer we had at the time were just trying to cover, like, you know, Real basic, like, hate breed, like, satisfaction yeah. is the yeah. death of desire songs. And uh, our singer at the time was trying to do it, and he couldn't do it. it was just, like, you know, squeal, squealing coming out. So I just grabbed the mic. I was like, here, just hold my beer. Try to do it like this. <laughs> and I was like, you know, went through it, and all my buddies in the band were like, dude, you should not play guitar and be the new vocalist. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I actually went back to the guitar center the next day and uh, returned my stuff. <laughs> And they gave me a check, which was really weird. Like, they wouldn't just put it back on the credit card. I'm like, I was just here yesterday. And they're like, oh, well, we got to write you a check. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and that's how it started. So then ever since then, I've been doing vocals, and I never, never tried playing guitar again. <laughs> All right. Let's take a brief intermission. And okay. I'm, I'm going to f- refill my popcorn and get a new Instruments of Destruction because I haven't had enough. <laughs> Let's listen to a song. Okay. What are we going to hear? My favorite song, and also reminiscent of our first date, Consumed by Carnage. Oh, yeah.
Brandon. I don't know if you want to, but a, a listener did ask a question about what happened with your accident. If you could, yeah, no talk problem. About that. So I had. Uh, it goes back even further than that. I had two different accidents. So mm-hmm. the first time I did uh, competitive timber sports in college, which is like you know lumberjacking, chopping, sawing, mm-hmm. chainsawing, just racing on those events, and um, I graduated started doing nice which is like a semi-professional league and uh, i was just training and i put an at i a underhand chop is the event where you're chopping between your legs with a racing axe um the, the log is between your feet and the first injury i had i accidentally glanced the hit up underneath my foot and i cut two of my tendons in my left foot um so i ended up having emergency surgery to get those tendons repaired and that was all fine i ended up going to new zealand uh did some lumberjack shows over there got all healed up i got back from new zealand and their summer is our winter Mm -hmm. so i was all i was all amped up um coming back and getting back into training so i had some i had some good chops some good song over there so i was really stoked about the season coming up and was out in the winter and i was doing an underhand chop again and since my foot was still not completely healed up i couldn't i wasn't able to use my toes for grip and mm-hmm. i i slipped on the block um the racing axe came up behind the back of my thigh and i cut my hamstrings and my sciatic nerve in my left leg Jesus. and it left me paralyzed um from that down i was able to get usage back on my knee which is really good i did a ton of physical therapy i was in the hospital for a month at uh u of r um that was the best thing I could have done was the acute physical therapy because now I'm able to use my knee and um, I have good circulation in my leg, but I wear an AFO brace on my left leg. It doesn't work from the knee down, so I'm forced to play drums with my heel, but the AFO brace lets my foot articulate, so when I take a step, it picks my foot back up. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, my foot would just hang there. Wow. Yeah. What, What did you go to school for? I went to school for natural resources management. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. What did you want to do when you grew up? When I grew up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Not I, being the death metal band. Ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I always wanted to work in the forestry sector, and I do. I, w- I was able to start my own forestry company. It's still up and coming, but uh, I wanted to work for, you know, like the... New York State DEC as a forester that that didn't pan out as I wanted it to but that's what I wanted you know that's cool yeah Yeah, I suppose (laughs) I would just like to interject we're super proud of fucking Brandon I mean the dude has determination there's not a lot of Of a lot of people would have probably just I would have probably fucking given up that dude yeah he could have you could have literally died that day yeah they're gonna they're gonna airlift him out but the, the weather was too bad to get the helicopter to his house so they had to like Bring an ambulance like back through the woods and all this crap to get him out. Like, yeah, it was scary. I was, you're lucky, guys. man. Nah, man. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. It's it's impressive as hell, dude. Yeah. I wrote a song called "The uh, Cold Steel Slash Wound." All the lyrics are about what happened that day. So if you want, yeah. if you want to relive it, listen to that song. <laughs> 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 well, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, it's inspirational for sure. It's not. If you if you knew my existence, my pitiful existence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so miserable. <laughs> the guy moshing in the elevator on the way up. He's so miserable. 
He wanted me to hit him when I was pulling into the parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just just almost, run me over. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I almost died again. My heart started beating out of rhythm. I had to have a cardio version. I was in RGH for almost a week. So. Oh, yeah. That, it's right. coming. One of these days. <laughs> One of these days, it'll be over. <laughs> Oh, the AFib thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, my dad's having that now. He's got to get the same thing done. Really? Yeah, he was telling me that the other day. It's scary, isn't it? It's scary. Did you ever yeah. find out if it was from your medication? No, it's from, uh, I was born with a hole in my heart. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Who the fuck <laughs> fucking released that into the world? Defective <laughs> heart, right? Right from the start. <laughs> Jason, can you tell us about your mom finding... Your Tomb of the Mutilated album. <laughs> <laughs> and, and throwing it away. Did that actually encourage you to dig deeper you into know, death metal? I, like you did it in the trash? I think, <laughs> dude, I mean, I got that album. I bought it off a friend in middle school at the time. And it was because, you know, Ace Ventura just came out. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was like, who the fuck is that band in the yeah, movie? And the right. kid went and bought the album. I, and, like, that was, like... You know, being 13 and seeing that, it was like, holy fuck, this right. is cool. Like, yeah, yeah. holy shit. You know, the really uncensored version of Tomb of Mutilated. So he didn't want it. He was like, I don't really like it. I'm like, I'll buy it off of you for like, I don't know, the five bucks I had. I don't know how much. I didn't have an allowance or anything. It must have been birthday money. I don't know. Money, but, <laughs> um, you know, I had kept it underneath my mattress along with like, some porno mags that my I stole from my dad. They're interchangeable. Yeah. We all have those. You know, the secret spot, basically. And I remember I came home from school one day, and all the sheets are off the bed. I'm like, oh, fuck, mom's doing laundry. And she's like, you got we got to talk. And I'm thinking she found a porn yeah. mag. So I'm like, uh, well, let me tell you, so I think I'm old enough to look at this stuff and blah, blah, blah. She's like... What are you talking about? <laughs> she didn't even care about the porn. She, she didn't no. dig deep enough. No. So I had to show her the porn, actually, and she took all that, too. What a shit day that was. Man. So, yeah, she sat me down. She's like, this is disgusting. She's like, did you read the lyrics in here? And I'm like, no. She's like, they are disgusting and you will never <laughs> never listen to this in this house ever again she's like i am throwing this out and i'm like all right so she must have thought that was the end of it but dude she literally just like threw it into the top of like the garbage that you run down to the road <laughs> so like the next morning before i went to school i just like it was sitting right there in the top so i just fucking took it right back out <laughs> and she never she probably won't ever hear this, but I mean, I found it again, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> so, how does she feel about Got It Alive? Uh, my parents gave up a long time. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen to it. They don't really want to know anything about it. Yeah, I, they love sad. me to death, but they're like, whatever. Care. Like, just have fun, I guess. Like, they don't think it's a very. <laughs> I don't know. They don't take it seriously. They're just like, whatever. He likes doing this. He's almost 40. What am I going to fucking do? <laughs> you know? They're they're cool about it, but I don't think I'd ever see my parents at a show or anything like that. So. What about you, Ryan? Your parents got stuck with a couple of metalheads in your um, house. Yeah. No, they, they came out to a, a couple shows. Um, they don't listen to it, but I mean, they like, you know, like... Blue Oyster Call, like Metallica, like 
you know, classic metal rock or whatever you can yeah. call it. So they're not into the uh, the gutturals, but I don't know. They think it's cool, I guess. That's cool. They don't have a problem with it, yeah. So did, okay, your brother Patrick, mm-hmm. you guys grew up loving metal together or did Yeah, one... uh, he definitely influenced me into it, yeah. Really? Yeah, yep, yep. He was the one, he was into like, you know, like Sepultura and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I got into it from hanging out with him and listening to it. And, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's cool. He's a good influence. He's awesome. Still my brother. So I talk to him all the time. He's a good dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a yeah. good guy. He's awesome. What about you, Joe? Did you grow up in a musical household? I did. Um, so my... Uh, my parents aren't really like musicians. Well, my my dad played clarinet in high school, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I grew up with him saying, "Oh, I want to bust out my clarinet. Play that, like, please don't." <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean, I started playing piano when I was like uh, six years old, and I took lessons for probably I don't know, a dozen years or so. And then that was that took me up to like my teenage years when I was like oh, my piano and I started playing bass. Um, but you know, and then my brother too, uh, Bill, he started playing guitar at a pretty young age. Um, my parents have always been super supportive of us doing music, so that's that's good. Yeah, they come to shows. Well, not so much these days, especially now that there haven't been shows. But um, yeah, they've always come to shows and been super supportive. I actually got my dad into metal. Which I feel like no one can say they, they've ever done that. Like, if you had to guess, what do you think your dad is listening to right now if he's listening to a band? Oh, Judas Priest, for Definitely sure. No, oh, Vader, I thought. Oh, so, <laughs> I actually, uh, I came over to my parents' house, uh, like, last week, and I walked in, and my dad was listening to Nevermore. Holy um, shit, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, he's pulled, I, right now, um, I, I can't even... He loves Amount of Marth. Like, that's, like, one of his favorite bands ever. Uh, he loves, like, Viking metal and stuff like that. He's really into, like, I don't know. I guess anything that's got, like, uh, keyboards, he's, like, super into. But, uh, ah, I'm proud of him. He's... <laughs> Are you having a dad moment about yeah. your dad? I am. <laughs> he pulled into the driveway once when I was a kid, and he was, like, blasting Vader, and I'm like... <laughs> he could be my dad. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Because uh, I Proud remember like, when I first started getting into like metal, I bought this like Rob Zombie CD, and he found that, and he was like, "What the fuck is this devil worship bullshit?" And same thing happened with Jay's mom. He threw it in the trash, and I ended up digging it out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing the uh, the full circle he's made. Now he's all about it. <laughs> Love it. Was there like a gateway album? Do you think that got him to convert? I think, uh, yeah, I think um, the band. Well, maybe not an album per se, but um, there was a band that I played him. You guys ever heard of Moon Sorrow? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was really? like what did it for him. Um, hmm. And I think it was their first album that like I uh, I just I put it on a CD and I gave it to him and. He's like, oh, this is really cool. Metal can be like more than just mm-hmm. cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's cool. I'm glad that uh, glad he got into it eventually. You know, I like it. Yeah, 
How about you, Brandon? Musical household? Um, so my brother, who went to school with all you guys, Chris Graves, we were on a vacation to Maine. And I was in second grade, I remember. I'd just gotten, like, the Sony Walkman. He was, he was your guy's age, so that was... He's a little bit older than me. He's a little bit older, yeah. Yeah. He's like 40 or something. Right. All right. But I'm, tra- was, I'm, I'm <laughs> trailing. Yeah. But, but he was like advanced in music. Like I had like Hanson and shit and he had like, and he had this whole like, you know, those binders of CDs. He had yep. so much cool stuff in there and he gave me the uh, Choice Cuts album by Carcass to yes. listen to. Oh, Fuck nice. yes. That was the first model I We heard. had that on vinyl, man. It's yeah, rules. amazing. Man. I like couldn't go back. And like my dad, he likes like Rammstein and like Cannibal and you know, he he doesn't listen to them all the time. But uh so I got a guitar in like sixth grade, took guitar lessons and stuff, and you know, my dad played with me and stuff because he played guitar. And then I eventually uh ended up playing drums somehow through Used to play with Andy Dombrowski, whose phone number is seven three six one five seven five. Don't forget that, folks. Don't forget that. <laughs> Call, Call that, that number. number, Andy Dombrowski. <laughs> Andy Dombrowski. But uh, he'll be and, your friend. Andy and I have been playing together since like you know middle school. So that I, I would say like you know meeting up with friends that was more of that was more of my musical family than than my household. no don't say that no (laughs) andy needs friends so please call that number (laughs) he actually drew andy's uh phone number on a wall in the white swan in houston texas yep oh nice did you get calls yeah oh yeah he's used to it (laughs) he loves it yep he likes the attention. Don't let him say otherwise. Yeah. What's, what's that number again? That is 736-1575. Area code 585. Yeah, 585, yeah. Is Notorious F-A-T saying hi to you? Yeah. Oh, I love hey, oh, you got a cat? What? I love cats. chonker's coming over and saying hi. Yeah, she is a chonker. She usually doesn't say hi. She's feeling gutted alive tonight. Oh, I love her. Huh. Well, well, there's I, a couple of cat people. Yeah, I got I got three cats here, so I got one. You got one. Yeah, yeah. Meddling cats, they just I, go I together. Love cats. They really do. They do get together. Fat cats. <laughs> I've got a cat too. Well, it's my roommate's fat cat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fat. a cutie. You look like you skinned a cat before. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Do you guys, as a band, have like a bucket list country that you'd like to play? Anywhere Europe. Yeah. For me. Anywhere? Dude, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I would love to play like... Norway. Like Vakenfest would be yeah. awesome, but that's a, it's a lofty goal right Black. there. Mexico seems to have like awesome festivals, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I'd South America. To yeah, yeah, like Brazil or something. That'd be yeah, awesome, yeah. too. South America loves Indonesia. Them. Yeah, Indonesia they, loves they us. They love brutal. Though. They love us. Dude, Roy's getting new Indonesian fans like every day, so I'm not, I'm cool with that. That would be sick to play in Indonesia. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. These guys love death metal. Canada would be nice too if we just get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If only we could just nice get to the north. If we could just hop. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we were offered Toronto Death Fest a few years ago, but unfortunately, we kind of do. We're like, oh, we got to figure some stuff out first. So. Yeah. Queen's pardon. So, yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pay thousands of dollars out of the ass, basically. 
Joe, we have a listener question. Ooh, it's they're, for Joe. They're asking, who was Renault Hovelgrog? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jeez. I wonder who the fuck even knows about that. Um, I want to know this, too. So, um, for a couple months, I was playing bass for my friend Josh Mason's band. At the time, it was called Nazgul. Um and they had gone through like a lineup change. They got rid of their drummer, um, and uh, they had asked my brother Bill actually to fill in on drums. And I don't actually remember how exactly like I got involved in it, but because um, they had a bass player, and they decided to like have him start playing the cello, mm. and then they wanted to know if I wanted to play bass, and so I said yeah. I mean, I, I told them I couldn't do it permanently, um, but. The th- whole point of that story is that they had this uh, kind of like steampunk freaking alien spaceship thing going on. I, the, the, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know exactly like the story behind it, but we all had to come up with like uh, um, aliases, I guess, mm-hmm. stage names. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I had more of an explanation as to why I chose that name, um, but I really there's there's no rhyme or reason no. to it. It was like, <laughs> like how it's a good okay. name. Yeah. Well. Okay. So yeah, actually, it sticks with you. I lied. I do know how I came up with it. Havelgrog was like uh, the cello player. He was making this like uh, some alcoholic concoction. And he was calling it Havelgrog mm. because he had a, sol- a solo project called Goblin Havel. Mm-hmm. And now we're going down this freaking rabbit hole that I didn't intend to. Uh, so I took that because it was just like a cool <laughs> word. And then I was playing World of Tanks at the time. And uh, there's a French tank called the Renault FT. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> that, I just that was like fresh in my head. So I just like took Renault and Havelgrog and put it together into a word and... Uh, and it worked. That was my name, and I, I don't know. But it is what it is. It's kind of a stupid name, but. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's intriguing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's my, my weird alias that I don't go by ever. He will be going by that from now on, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot all about it. So they Nazgul kind of became Acrylasia, right? More Correct. Or less? Yeah. yeah, they decided they were kind of going in a more avant-garde direction, so mm-hmm. they decided to kind of go full, full bore with that. So, it's a great yeah. band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're super unique. I, mm-hmm. I've yep. never there's no other Rochester metal band that sounds even close to how they do. We saw them at Montage, and we were mesmerized yeah. by them. Yeah, yeah and they've got yeah. a killer lineup too. Yeah. A lot of amazing musicians in that yep. band. So, um, okay, lyrics. <laughs> do all of mm. you have a part? Is one person the songwriter? How's that go? No, we all have a part. I'd say yeah. it depends. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll take what? What do you make a face? We all for? write the lyrics. Well, that's what I well, said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, that was literally the question. <laughs> no, no, he made it sound like like we each had like a defining part. Oh yeah, oh. you play guitar, yeah. I do vocals. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I write the lyrics. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no. We will like we'll honestly like we'll you know one of us will write a song if we feel like it and. You know, we'll all take a look at it and be like, oh, you know, yeah, usually I'll mean I'll write like the uh, I'll write like the patterns for a song first 
you yeah, know, I'll do like the vocal patterns. Yeah, the vocal patterns, and then you know, kind of you know, fit words to it here, or there, kind of change it up if we need to, and yeah, that's about that's the writing process, really. Yeah, for, for the lyrics. Um, I would say when we first started musically, it was like I would write a song, Mike would write a song, we'd all get together, kind of hash out what we wanted, what we didn't want, you know, embellish and all that stuff. Lyrics were always kind of like, especially for the first couple albums, it was mostly just Ryan and I writing lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, this last album, though, Brandon's really stepped up as far as writing lyrics is concerned. He's wrote a couple lyrics on the last album. Um, and as a band, I would say we've really gotten to this point where I think we're so well acclimated to each other, Joe included. Like, I'm, we just kind of write a lot of the stuff at practice. I mean, he, Brandon's actually wrote, written a couple songs like on the guitar that we've been using but I mean usually it's I have a riff idea he has a riff idea he has a riff idea we all just kind of get together work around that one riff or like I said Brandon's written like two whole songs so far on the new stuff we're working on so we've been working on that mostly So, but I mean I think it's a band effort there's no you're strictly doing this. You're strictly yep. doing that type of thing. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's what a band should do. I think. Agree. I, I, I think having just one songwriter really narrow. Limits. Yeah, it limits. It. I mean, unless totally. the dude is like an amazing, just everything is like gold. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to. But we're none of that. none of us. We're yeah, we're, we're all some of the whole. Yeah, you got to wear that with us. So. Some Danny <laughs> Danny filth poetry. Right. Yeah, we're we're all really bad individually but you get us together <laughs> and it it's makes passable. something of a yeah something of a passable two, two negatives make a positive yeah yeah exactly Thank it's you. like us yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. you just keep piling on shit eventually you can like shape it into something cool may yeah. I just ask who wrote force fed feces I wrote the lyrics originally Mike wrote the song the lyrics you wrote force fed feces i wrote the force fed no i wrote the lyrics the feces and then we had to change yeah (laughs) how many times can we say feces (laughs) (laughs) now it was mike sloma's idea to call the song force fed feces um but i was the one that wrote the lyrics for it and like if you read the lyrics of force fed acid you can kind of see just replace the word there was acid a lot of feces. laziness involved and we kind of replaced it with the word acid basically so <laughs> like uh one line that stuck f- from the original is you know uh what's the talking shit what's it what's the you wrote it i can't remember it though <laughs> this is what you fucking get for talking shit like that was originally part of force fed feces which makes more sense when you think about it but like it just Oops, sounded so mean. Fed, like, yeah. Fed the feces. Yeah. Like, we got to keep that in there. Shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're eating poop. Yeah. Literally. But not literal poop in force fed acid. In force fed feces, it was literal poop. So I can just imagine that one part where there's like the break and then Ryan just goes, force fed feces. <laughs> it just, and it went, it really did go like that. It was awesome. <laughs> I like acid better. Just saying. Yeah. We, we all decided we liked acid better yeah. except for maybe mike a lot of mike was probably a little go through the poop phase <laughs> i didn't want it to be a poop band we had dude. A poop phase. well dude he had another song that we'd written it which never got recorded never demoed or anything called the emanizer which we never we played out live once and it is on video i do have it on video 
and we'll see the light of day probably when we hit 10 years as a band. Maybe we'll make a special oh, like uh, drop on that. But yeah, dude, Mike was really... Then he wanted to write another song about Jesus and poop. <laughs> and I think that's where we started drawing the line. We're like, all right, no more poop songs. No more feces. Yeah. <laughs> Poop's done, dude. No more poop. We wanted it to be more a brutal death metal band. That, poop death metal bands. <laughs> we should do like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. The word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Feces? <laughs> um, okay, no shows, isolation, quarantine. What are you guys coming out of quarantine and isolation with? What do you want to tell us? June 19th, Saturday, we're playing a show with Solaco and Wald Hexen. And uh, other than that, we've been uh, working on new material. Nice. So, Where's that show? Oh, yeah. It's at uh, Photo City Improv. Nice. Yep. And um, all I know for What's details... <laughs> I don't know. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's by Atlantic. <laughs> um, by Sticky Lips. By, yeah, by Sticky Lips. Uh, we don't have a lot of details yet. I know it's going to be a 100-person capacity. Um, we uh, might be flirting with the idea of selling tickets just to keep track of how many people are actually attending. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get more details as pretty much Eric Burke does because he's the one that asked us to play it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, other than that, I mean, just writing. Well, I mean, there is one other thing. What's that? Just say it. Oh. <laughs> well, I won't say that, but... Oh, well, well okay, yeah. We do have... Yeah. We've, we've been working with um, a second guitar player, which we'll leave unnamed yeah. for now. For now, we're going to call them Baldy Scrotes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that Baldi. is his name. <laughs> we've all got code names in our uh, in the group chat. He's the first bald member of Got It Alive. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he had to at least have facial hair, so he does have facial hair. That um, was a requirement? Well, you have to have some kind of hair on your head. And since he can't grow it on top, he kept it on his face, which we're cool <laughs> with. So, you know, so. <laughs> you know we're getting to the age where, like, ear hair should count now, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jay's got some of that. Yep. I got to pluck it every once in a while. Oh, yeah. It's he's Italian. Yep. Because yeah, I'm Italian. It does suck, but Fair yeah. Enough. So we are working with a uh, another guitarist right now. We just want to keep it on a DL as far as who it is, because uh, we like surprises. Yeah, we just want to we want to make a splash yeah. with him. We want him to feel like uh, he's like a rock star when we introduce him. So. <laughs> Love it. Will he yeah. be playing the the June nineteenth show? Fingers crossed. Uh, he says he's down. He's nice. got he's got a long. He's got a got long like road ahead of him. Two and a half songs down. Yeah, yeah really, he's got, he's got, like I mean, he's working now, on a new material with us currently, mm-hmm. but as far as our learning old stuff is concerned, he's only got pretty much two songs down. Yeah, and he's got a couple other projects he's into. So yeah. He's, he's definitely, yeah. you know, it, he's uh, he's learning songs, but, you know, hopefully hopefully he knows enough by then where he can play with us. If not, well. Yeah, I mean, we'll do it a show regardless but i would like to think that he would be able and and he definitely sounds willing to do it so it's just a matter of getting him caught up but yeah he should be there and by then you'll definitely know who it is nice yep would you guys be open to him only playing a couple songs instead of a full set 
Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe bring him out like the second half or something. Yeah, may, I don't know. I don't know. We haven't really discussed yeah. that, to be okay. quite honest. Drop him down with like uh, wires from the ceiling. Oh my god, that'd be so cool! <laughs> <laughs> like really make it like <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad idea, right? Cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> get the pyrotechnics going. Maybe get him that butt man costume that Howard Stern has. He comes out and just farts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think at least by June we'll be able to play a full set with him, even if he's not playing riff for riff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, he could. He could. Yeah. You know, turn down and pretend he's playing it while I'm. Oh yeah. 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 I you do know. that sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What's next from you guys? Is it going to be a full length? album an ep or aren't you sure yet We're working on a spoken word album spoken word? <laughs> spoken word nice um now it's funny you actually mentioned that because we just discussed that last practice we're thinking actually just going like a ep like an ep this time and maybe like like make them like real like um like uh just specific about like a serial killer well, this is a conceptually based yeah and like doing multiple you know like eps about individual serial killers mm. you know like each one that way you know it's a full length it's a freaking lot of work. So. Mm. Who, if, if a serial killer was the theme for the EP, who would get the first one? You have to guess. When I we do? put it out. Yeah. Oh. You have to guess based on the lyrics. We're not going to say it. I was going to guess Ooh, right I now. Like yeah, it. we're not actually going to be <laughs> yeah. mentioning the serial killer, but okay. through the storytelling, well, I mean the lyrics, hopefully you'd get a picture that's of cool. What we're talking right, about. Right, yeah, try to depict different like crime scenes yeah. and you yeah, know, we're, we're different talking, victims. Yeah, kind of doing it from yeah. like the, the perspective of like being a crime investigator almost. Because nice. we were trying to figure out like, okay, we want we know we want to, you know, do this concept, but how many other fucking bands have written about a serial killer, you know? Yeah. So like what's a cool like way to do attack this without being redundant and Brandon cool. kind of came up with the idea well dude why don't we do it from like you know the detectives kind of mm-hmm. point of view like and so we'd still we'd still you know probably have a song here and there where like you know we're taking the persona of the serial killer mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it's going to be kind of more from the investigator's point mm-hmm. of view mm-hmm. so we thought that would be kind of cool yeah that's cool yeah. Yeah. yeah i like that yeah we'll see if you can figure this one out <laughs> yeah. i'll figure all of them out <laughs> yeah no, First one. He's, cool. a, he's a well-known serial killer so it shouldn't be too hard i know to we were kind of toying around with the idea of using like uh actual photos from the crime scene yeah as like Possibly. album artwork yep. like not like front of the album but like you know right in the linears and all yeah, that yeah. yeah that's cool yeah, something like that yeah so might be, might be neat. That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, but I think we just want to do an EP right now just to kind of, uh, A, get a, a recording out with another guitarist and as Joe as the bassist. And then, you know, yeah, we'll probably start working on like a straight up full length after that, I would imagine. But it, w- it wouldn't probably be conceptually based. It's just something I've kind of wanted to do is a conceptually based material. So, yeah, we figured we'd just short it to like an EP. We're definitely trying to go down a different avenue musically, too, I think. We're not... Spoken word. It, yeah, spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be as um, <laughs> slammy as we have been. We're definitely going a little bit more traditional, old-school death metal type of stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those elements will still be there. It's just not going to be as uh, proficient as it was before, so, you know. 
less slim or that's cool more, more just more heavy <laughs> just just heavy groove you know straight up just mean stuff yeah. <laughs> it sounds the same don't worry yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no difference yeah <laughs> to us it sounds very different to everyone else yeah, in the it's world just it's like, like oh this is gutted yeah <laughs> what are they fucking talking about <laughs> That's like the thing we get the most on album reviews is like, man, this band really sticks to one formula. <laughs> All the songs are three to three and a half minutes long. Yep. And we're sticking to that yeah. no matter what. So. So, so far, all the new songs, they, they they've been the, three uh, to three and a half minutes <laughs> long. So, yeah. Hey, man, we got a formula. <laughs> yeah. Don't change what ain't broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple more questions for you. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Right. These are very important questions. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, what is Satan's last name? Ah, Lucifer. Satan Lucifer? Yes. All right. You're very confident about that. <laughs> 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 ah, yes. Satan Lu- Lucifer. Uh, yes. yes, yes. It's Morningstar, right? Okay. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Sounds, sounds about right. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, uh, sorry, go ahead. PB, PBR. <laughs> Satan PBR. That's good. Oh, don't ask. I don't fucking know. Dombrowski. 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 I'm going to go with Dombrowski. Satan Dombrowski sounds about right. I feel like he's like Madonna. Yeah. He doesn't have a last name. Figured that's, yeah. yeah. Or Cher. <laughs> yeah. Satan Satan. <laughs> Miroslav. Yeah. <laughs> so do we actually know what his last name is? No. no. Oh. oh, what a shame. <laughs> I think it's Lucifer. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so, touring around, you guys have obviously spent a lot of time in hotel rooms. Oh, yeah. What is your opinion on triangle toilet paper? <laughs> what? Oh, they, like when you come in and they have it in yeah. a little triangle? Come on. Now. It's handy. I mean, but you also Why? know someone's got their grubby fucking exactly. fingers all You're over that. you put that, that on piece. your asshole? <laughs> I put worse things Dude, on Dude, there's my poop coming out of there. What does it fucking matter? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You don't know what's on those fingers. Well, as long as they're not, you know, lacing their fingers with LSD and I'm not going to fucking trip balls after <laughs> I wipe my ass, I mean, right. it's not a big deal. All right. <laughs> That's just me. All right. So. What is a triangle toilet? I say the hotels we stay at, they're definitely. When you they go to the, they're yeah. not doing that for us. No, when, you, when you go it's in like there, Brandon, roofing. they have they have the uh, first one kind of like tucked yeah. into this triangle, so it's, it's like an this, easy pull. So I know what it is. Point. It's like this false elegance thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bullshit. False elegance. I love that. That's exactly what it is. I have stayed at hotels like that, but not never on tour. Not no, on not tour. on tour. We're going. We're going to like two and a half star. We're hotel. like happy if there's like is What's toilet paper? Yeah. Yeah. It says sandpaper. Like that, that zero grit sandpaper they fucking put out for you. These are the nice cockroach that crawls The three seashells, you know? <laughs> we definitely, uh, I, yeah, I remember the last one. There was like a, the, the one hotel in Georgia where there were like cockroaches, and we were like, oh, jeez. Dude, there was so like, like smuts, like, like fucking spooge or something all over the land. There was some stuff. Like, it was gross, man. <laughs> I thought it was just like a fluke room. Like that room just had roaches in it. No. And I thought it was just at that hotel. Every fucking hotel we went to. Down south, yeah. It was pretty mm-hmm. prevalent. Uh, yeah, we even changed rooms there, too. And yep. <laughs> it still had roaches. It still, <laughs> it still had them. We're like, well, we're fucked. I guess we're staying anyways. Like, whatever, man. They never really hurt anyone. <laughs> shake out your book bag before you leave. And pretty much, yeah. Shake Fist out your bump. shoes. Yeah, yeah. yep. Later, <laughs> <Play a> roomie. <laughs> Did they, did they try to tell you that those were palmetto bugs? 
<laughs> not roaches. <laughs> yeah. uh, from what I understand, the palmetto bugs are like are gigantic. Yes. And they fly and get stuck in your hair. Yeah, they're big. Unless um, you don't have hair. Yeah. Which that's what happened. You're made for Florida, man. <laughs> yep. Yep. You just have to wear a hat all the time. I went to Florida with a full mullet and came back like this. What? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> There's. I, I went to Florida with my family when I was like 12 years old for a family vacation, and the, that was one of the first things that happened to me. I had relatively long hair, and it was like going up to the motel room. It was nighttime, so the the light was on and it was attracting bugs. Yep. And I just hear, <laughs> and then it just gets stuck in my hair. <laughs> and I was like 12 years old and freaking out because there's this massive bug just like. Yeah, they're big. Oh. You probably I, thought it was a bird. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty scary. I knew there were lizards. I thought it was like a flying lizard or something. Uh, my mom had there's a, like, a, mom, there's a dragon in my hair. My hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was a scary day. <laughs> Is he breathing fire? Is he breathing fire? <laughs> That's like part of why I don't like Florida, I think. It's probably not that big. It's fucking sweltering hot down there, too. It's like wet. Yeah, it's like, yeah. ugh. Wet. Sticks to your clothes. Yeah. yeah. We went down there for a family vacation, like As fucking August for some reason, ugh. you know, to Disney World and everything. And it was a great time, but I remember one day we went to Disney World, and it was like noon. And it was like 110 degrees outside, and everyone was just like, let's just fucking go home. Yeah, it's Like, miserable. this sucks. Like, yeah. it just... Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. I think we're good. We're good. We're good. Awesome. Any other questions? Nothing. Oh wait. Oh. Brandon wanted Ooh. us to bring up the Waterloo show. Oh yeah. The oh, Waterloo yes. show. Why do we want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> that one of the defining finding moments of gutted alive. Yeah, it's yeah. probably one. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, what do you want to what do you want to talk about with the Waterloo show? <laughs> there was a half stack on stage that somehow ended up on the ground. Can I tell the story? Because I was yeah, Joe. Why yes. don't you tell the story about was, how, uh, how this went down? I was not in the band yet. I was yeah, he was he was a third person or third party observer, point of view. observer. So, well, I think you guys are the second band that played, right? Yeah, they started their set. It's going good. Sounded good. You know. And then uh, Jay was getting into it, and he started headbanging. He's doing a little bit of, a little bit of slam stomping. And uh, he stepped backward a little too far, and he knocked his amp over. Sure. <laughs> and it song. I just see him stomping away, and then the fucking amp just... <laughs> and that's, then you just hear... <laughs> First song. First song of the... <laughs> We're hitting the end of the song, dude, and I fucking lost my balance. And I wasn't even drunk that night. <laughs> I fucking fell backwards into my whole setup. Head banging too hard, I guess. Yeah, I was windmilling and got dizzy. I don't fucking know. We've and all it, been there, man. Oh, yeah, you've been there? You've I mean, I've never knocked over? my amp yeah. over. But. Perez goes to pick it up, and he goes, don't touch this cord. It's hot. It's hot. And Jay goes and grabs the cord. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean it's hot? Oh, oh. Yeah, he literally thought it was hot. Like, I'm yeah, fire hot. Meant, like, it's not glowing, so it's got to be okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. That was, you know, whatever. Got back up, got a new fucking speaker cord, and played the rest of the set. So. Still plays through that amp, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The amp still worked. <laughs> Cab still worked. I don't care. 
I can laugh at myself, so that's you all right. You should be able to. Yep, yeah. absolutely. If you can't laugh at yourself, you shouldn't be in this business. Or in this band. Or in this band. Yeah. <laughs> we good? I think we're good. Is there anything you guys wanted to mention in closing? Well, we, I think we all appreciate you guys having us on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. have been around for a while, and you do a lot for uh, thank you very the much. Rochester metal scene, so thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. More. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. It's been very fun. Yeah, we and had a good uh, time drinking beers. Yeah, and these beers are awesome. National They're Beer really, Day. They taste yeah. so good. Yeah, and I, I you know, I got to say, I wasn't expecting the Whippets either, so that's a... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. We didn't that's do any joke, Whippets. That's a joke, guys. <laughs> 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 All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you, guys. Oh, thank thank you. you. Looking forward to June nineteenth. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah! Oh, a little bit of an Andy Dabrowski. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back post interview. Was really awesome talking to them. Absolutely, had a great time. Yes. Um, we are in honor of Brandon. Going to close the show out with Cold Steel Slash Wound. So, until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't let your feces be force-fed. <laughs> <laughs>